I'm sad today. You're sad today? Mm -hmm. Why? Because I've been really excited about something uh -oh. that I didn't do all of my like actual research on and I did last night and I was so excited. So Journey is back in concert. Okay. If you don't know Journey, just stop just listening to this. No, five minutes. just stop listening to this <laughs> no, and go and listen no, to some Journey and then come back. <laughs> and so I was so excited because they were in concert. Yeah. They're going to be in Dallas. Uh-huh. And so I was like, had the tickets all pulled up and I was about to text you and Aaron last night. Uh-oh. I've got them pulled up by four. Here's the date. Let's go. It's a Saturday, but we'll just drink some Red Bull and still preach yes. Sunday in the morning. But the concert is in Lubbock, not in Dallas, which is five hours away. <laughs> See Journey. You and Aaron went and saw Bieber because yeah, Aaron's did. got Bieber fever. It's the Bieber fever, and it's funny because <laughs> he wore all his Drew house stuff, and I don't, you know, he's a grown person, and he's wearing his Bieber clothes, <laughs> and these young people are running up to him like, "Bro, bro, you're dripping, man. You look so good, oh, bitch. and he is gaining more confidence. In his Drew Houseness. We went to a Wait, that's fine. We went to a pastor's conference <laughs> and we saw the recap video and Aaron's yes. wearing a, a big yellow sweatshirt with like a beaver on the back. Yeah, or a, it's his Drew House thing. And so with like, this giant it, yellow hat. Yeah, it has like the panning view and then there's this giant <laughs> yellow beaver. And, and, you, Aaron and I laughed so hard. You think it's some twenty year old kid? Nope. It's nope. a grown man. Grown. It's okay. I love it, baby. It's a Good thirty nine year old man. Thirty <laughs> Got you. Got you, bro. I got your back. <laughs> that's good. Um, I love it. No, that's good. Well, we'll find something new. And sad, good. sad. I want maybe go, Journey will come to Journey. Come to Dallas. Yeah. Well, they. I, I think they did. And I missed them. Oh, this is the like redo. Yeah. I mean, they're but they're going all over the place. Yeah. Why don't we fly to a really cool place? Well, they do have a Vegas. We'll go see our friends, the Boris in yeah, Vegas, and yeah. then go watch Journey. Yeah. Hit us up, John. You want to go? John, do you John, need me to preach you? for you the Sunday that <laughs> Journey is in town? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's good. I wanted to go. Wanted to go do that. Hey. It fell apart. So yes. I'm kind of like womp womp. Well, but Rachel, she don't know no Journey songs. She doesn't. No. Oh. She be singing bunch of music with accordions in the background. <laughs> accordions. Yeah, Rachel listens to Spanish music. Oh, I don't. Uh, it all, dun, 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 it all sounds like the same. It sounds like circus music to me. Rachel, you're doing a good job, and I love the music. I no, you don't. To. Name one song. Selena. <laughs> oh, I know no, Selena. No. That's an artist that Here died. Here in my room. Something about that. Okay. About, there's a song. I don't know. But Titus, I he, got him on oh, my you side. Got it. Yeah. I got yeah. Titus. I made him a playlist. His, his uh, favorite song is TNT. TNT or Thunderstruck. Yes, that's and what so I see. he uh, the other day was out on the trampoline listening to uh, TNT on repeat on oh. his iPad, <laughs> doing the most aggressive karate trampoline jumps. <laughs> yeah, the dances he does, and and <laughs> Titus can do the full splits. Here we'll Yay. put a photo in. Oh God! <laughs> Straight Jean Claude Van Damme that's style. True. He drops down at any moment. This is full true. full splits. It's the like nothing I've ever the seen. The bigger the audience, 
the more intensely he <laughs> he'll runs just walk and jumps. Up, he'll just walk up into a group. We'll be at a funeral. Yeah. Walk up into a group of old ladies. <laughs> bam. Splits. <laughs> like, look what I can do. Hey, I wonder where he gets that from. Yeah, I don't know. His, Super uh, his, weird. Hey, look at, look at me. Look at this thing I can do. <laughs> That's really funny. Well, this good. What's up? What's up? Tug of more. Guys, welcome to... <laughs> I love that our intros really have nothing to do with what we're actually going to talk about. Hey, you listen, know how some I pastors, have fun. they get these big stories and then they tie them into their scripture reference. Well, and let's, let's no, talk, we just have fun. Let's talk about how the tug of more started. Okay, let's talk about I it. I wanted to do a yes, podcast yeah. where we were teaching. This and so true. I come in the first episode. Yeah. And I have notes. A lot of notes. I have my laptop open with notes. And you look like you're going to crap your pants. I'm like, what? what? You don't know. And then these two yokels over here, <laughs> Bailey and Easton, they're like, no, you can't have notes. You just need to talk. Because we do have riveting conversations in life sometimes. Uh, well, I think. We'll have to check the view count to see how riveting our conversations are. <laughs> no, in real life, we're like, the goal was, let's have the same conversation we would just have in the office trying to figure out some stuff on a podcast rather than... A pre-prepared. But I'm saying I'm a pre-prepared guy. Yeah. I want to have a plan when I'm talking no, about important things. This is a things. great thing. So, so you're saying that this podcast actually tugs you into more because it makes you do something outside of your comfort zone? Sure. Oh, okay. I mean, really, COVID, COVID is the thing that got me okay with just having conversation. Yeah, okay, was I supposed to say yes? Yes, that is correct. No, this it is the has greatest. been. You have, yeah, I think us having this conversation has helped. Yes, and you're right. COVID is what, we, the start of it. Remember during COVID, we were doing like sermons at a bunch of different locations. Yes. And so we were looking for a place that had a teeter-totter. I remember this. AKA a seesaw. Yeah, I remember And so this. me and you and Bailey. Yep. We're driving around to a bunch, seven at least parks, not like seven Mansfield parks, seven DFW parks. Just to try to find oh. an old school teeter totter <laughs> and we couldn't find one. God, and while forever. we're driving all over the Metroplex to find a stupid teeter totter, we were talking about a lot of things. Yeah. Just yeah. leadership stuff. Yeah. And Bailey's in the back seat. Yeah. That's and, and she says that first or second filming, yeah. she says, you know, just like when you talk about this in the truck, trying to find the teeter powder, right. that's what the tug more needs to be. Yes. And I was like, okay, close my laptop, threw in the garbage can. Yeah, threw it in the garbage can. And uh, and then only now, try now to bring notes about things that you're super excited about. <laughs> and now we just talk. Yeah. No, it's good. So today we want to talk about something that we have identified is something weird about us compared to a lot of leaders that we encounter in our life. But I think it's weird about them. Exactly. Well, I was going to say, yeah. Like, yeah. But what we actually realize is, for us, it is the <clears throat> thing that has helped us be who we are. And I never want to change. I don't care how fancy, smart, when Elon picks up this podcast Whoa. and plays it on tug the of Mars. Mar tug of Mars. Tug of Mars. <laughs> Good. I love it. Call them. When that happens, okay. still, we want to be these leaders who do this thing because it's a big deal. Yeah. So let's just set it up with a story. Okay, go. We, uh, and the reason it's on the brain is because it just happened. It again. just happened uh, two days ago. Two days ago? Yeah. Two, not yeah. yesterday. Day we, before. I don't know what day it is. I don't either. It's fine. Go. Uh, I'm wearing sweatpants. <laughs> What are they called? Joggers. You're wearing joggers. It's, one of, it's one of those days. It's a joggers day. It's true. <clears throat> so we go to this uh, conference yeah. for seminar, pastors. Seminar. Thing. It's yeah. like a one day intensive. Yeah. And the main guy who's leading it is incredible. Super smart, gifted leader. Giant has taken something from 13 people 
to what, uh, 10,000 people, uh, 8,000 people? Has nine campuses. Yes. This guy is a baller. Smart, I've gifted. referenced books that he's written on this podcast. Yes. Incredible leader. Yeah. And so he's up teaching. And throughout the day, he has four like kind of main sessions. Yeah. And at the end of every session, he says, are there any questions? Right. And in a group of 200 pastors at round tables. Right. Ain't nobody have a question. Well, let's let's back it up a second. Except, except, except two people. <laughs> we have some questions. <laughs> have I got a question for you? Yeah. But let's talk about it first. We get there. We walk in. Okay. And the seats are not assigned. Oh, okay. And we're like, where are we going to sit? And we know people. We know a lot of people in this. Yeah, room. I know everybody there. And so we are like, where can we sit? And like everybody we know wellish is sitting in the back. Most, many of the leaders that we know are sitting in the back. And we're like, why? why? There's a front row table, literally Empty. open. So I was like, jackpot. So we are like, let's sit at the front. So first we're sitting in the very front. And then, yes. As, as always. And this is what we do because one, Losers we're both sit back. a little bit. <laughs> well, I think both well, of our personalities are a little bit, like if I sit in the back, I'm gonna be distracted by something else. I'm not gonna be paying attention. I'm gonna be goofing around. Yeah, so I'm gonna put myself I'm in a position. I'm gonna be throwing M&Ms at people in the front. Exactly, I'm gonna put myself in a position to learn, which is in the front. And then, yeah, I'm here to learn. And so he's teaching this incredible stuff. Yes. And so whenever you're being taught something, the goal is to pull into your local, your, yeah, your, your like context, practical context. Your way, yeah. And so are there any questions? Yes. And, and I'm the, I like, yeah. boom. So I ask the first question yeah. and so they answer it. Credible answer. Yeah. Fear, Whitney and I are furiously taking notes because these geniuses right. are now giving me exactly what I need. For free. For free. Right. And so then he says, are there any other questions? Cricket, cricket, cricket. Nobody. And the girl with the microphone like kind of wanders back to the back. Yeah. And they're like, guys, are there any other questions? And so I'm like. Yeah, we I, have, have more questions. I have another question. <laughs> and so the girl comes back up. And now this time, the first time she held the mic because she was like, I don't know if I trust this dude. Yeah. Now gives me the mic. Yeah, yeah. And so I ask another question. And the day... Yeah, continues. progresses. Four different uh, topics yes, of conversation. Yes, you ask the question in every single one of them. Every single one. Yeah. I get a text from a guy. In the room. In the room. Who says like. Who's sitting in the back of the room. Who's sitting in the back of the room. <laughs> and he says, hey, bro, why are you asking all the questions? Right. He's like a buddy, you know. Yeah, he's like teasing you. And so I said, well, if some more people in the room would grow a pair. I was like, are you going to say that? But you did say that, yeah. They would ask a question. Right. And then I sent sunglasses emoji and then crazy face <laughs> ha emoji. <laughs> We're so funny. <laughs> because I'm really saying yeah. like, hey, ask bro, a question. your church is so small compared to what this guy's doing. Me too. No, right. All of like, us. Everyone in the room. Everyone. I said to you at one point, this I said, guy, nobody in this room has a church. Half as big as his church. This guy's church gives more money to missions than we bring in all year. Than we bring in the last three years. <laughs> they give it away to missionaries. It's so much money. I need to learn. Right. Okay. And so we are so flabbergasted day- by the fact that none of these people are asking the questions. And then the question I asked, I actually was, I, I said to you, like, you go to me asking this because I gave transparent information yeah, 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 yeah. about our 
culture, our church, our numbers, our, our like, yeah, our yearly, all that stuff. I was giving him some information. Here's where we were. Here's what we've grown to. Here's what we're trying to do. We want to be good stewards, all these things. And I am more than positive that half the people in the room were shocked that we were even willing to say those things out loud, yeah. much less ask the question that went along with it. And so <clears throat> we go to the session. We're there from nine to three. Yeah. And you and I collectively probably asked seven yeah. questions. Right. Do you know how valuable that was for us yesterday? So valuable. Because we were able to put into, from a genius, what our actual needs are. Right. Because we can't jump to where he is today. But everybody else in the room, they only had to eat what I was cooking. Right. I'm, I'm setting the recipe of the room. Right, of like what. And so the only things they're learning is what is already prescribed by and somebody one else. one guy re-asked the same question you asked. Remember, which yeah, I was like, yeah, he, he probably, wasn't listening. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. So, okay. So what is the podcast about? The podcast is about... <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. Like, don't be a good leader. Let's say it like that. A good leader asks questions. A good leader doesn't know it all. Yeah. A good leader doesn't presume to think he knows it all. The problem in that room, I believe, was that many people did not want to admit that they didn't know. We were at an, this happens at all the con, any conference we go to. Right. We were just at another big conference in Houston. Oh yeah. And I was a, say this is a thing of who we this are is a all thing. the time. We're at another conference and a buddy of mine's teaching who I know. Right but he's really good at some things that I'm not as good yeah, at. Yeah. And so he's up teaching and he says, are there any questions? And so I get up and ask yeah, a question. Of course. And then I sit down, nobody else has any questions. Right. And then he opens up and he says, are there any questions about anything that we do? And I'm like, oh, jackpot. Okay. So I walk back. Now me and this guy, I have his phone number. Right, right. Like I can ask him this anytime, but he's poor dudes up there dying. This is nobody's an asking. environment that has been set and, uh, for this purpose, why won't you ask questions? So why won't people ask questions? Hmm. Because they're stupid. No, I strategically wore my shirt. It's about a, <clears throat> a share from Clueless because share? I- Share? Share, yeah. D and Share, you never watched a show. Listen, in like the eighth and ninth grade, I watched this movie way too many times. Yeah, I but, was watching Lionheart. I yeah, wasn't watching that garbage. The, so listen. <laughs> Her, the fear is everyone would tease her and you know pick on her because she dressed cute and was fun and but was willing to just be herself and the fear is that you will be considered clueless that people will think that you're an idiot when you have questions uh because we all no not we all many leaders just want to act like they have it all together that they have it all figured out right but i'm like we're going and putting ourselves in an environment to learn yeah we are not clueless except yes we are we're yeah. admitting that we're clueless there's nothing wrong with being clueless in fact i want to know this information that's why i gave all day of my day to learn it yeah i did not come there to hobnob in the lobby with right. other people right i came to learn and step into more I did not come to look important i think that when we when we carry a posture like we already know everything yeah we then do not have the capacity to learn anything correct correct and so there's something really powerful about being willing to ask a question where we are and where we want to be the thing the space in between is time and also understanding learning of where we how we can get there and i think that like golly i think about where we were six years ago and how many people space spaces 
whatever, how many people we called, we showed up to, how many people that you or I, either one, in different moments were willing to go, can you help us? Can you help us? But yeah. people are so afraid yeah. to ask for help because they think it will not make them look like a leader. But we believe that a good leader is willing to say, I don't know. Yeah. In a, in a previous episode, uh, I talked about how I drove a mentor, a distant mentor of mine yeah. to the airport and I got lost on the way yes. there. The reason that I was willing to drive him to the airport is because yeah. I knew that I would have a captive audience to ask him questions right. for 40 minutes right. while I'm driving him. Right. Because I'm gonna be able to gain and pick up knowledge. Right. What you're saying is so good right. that we have to be willing to ask somebody how we can get to that yeah. that next level. No, and what's funny, I think for us in that, and this is not to toot our horn or whatever, but in that room that- No, we, were, we don't know much, but no. we know how to ask about what no, we don't know. But I think that the proof is in that pudding because in that room that we were in, though you and I feel pretty small in that room. For sure. What we actually know to be true is that of the people in that room, we were in the top 10% of the- highest attended yeah. and growing uh, and growing and thriving, probably the top 5% in that room. And so it's not that you, it's not that, oh, we were so small, we had to ask questions. It's that no matter how big or small you are, you need to see yourself small enough yeah. to ask the question and to say, hey, there's something more I can know. And even if the speaker had been someone leading an organization smaller than ours and, and, and carrying there's something, something. we can learn. Exactly. And that is actually what you and I said, because we didn't really know what we were walking into for sure. The night before we were like texting each other, like, this is gonna be good, right? Should we go? And what, like, we, this is because we have a lot that we could be doing. But right. we were like, <clears throat> we will learn something and we will walk away with more information than we had before. We you can learn any, any, anywhere right, if anywhere. you're willing to ask a question. Absolutely. I was eating lunch the other day at one of my barbecue spots and uh, the guy- <laughs> The amount you talk about barbecue, if people don't send you a gift card for barbecue is kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> and so the uh, I'm there at the restaurant yeah. eating and the owner comes out and talks to me. He's a buddy. And so he tells me how he's lost like all of his staff through the COVID mm -hmm. year yep. and how he's got a whole new staff. I said, man, that sucks, dude. That's I'm sorry. Yeah. Said, yeah, it's hard. And I said, are you freaked out? Like, are you stressed out that the barbecue is going to like not be as good? And he looked at me so confused and he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you know, like all the, the cooks left, like, right. is the barbecue going to be as good? And he said, dude, I, I own all the recipes. Mm -hmm. And in this moment I realized I need to learn something. Yeah. And so I said, Hey, hey, tell me what you mean what do you mean you own the recipes? And he started saying, dude, I, I'm the one who made the, this thing and made that and made that. And so though the staff might change, yeah. I'm the one who sets the culture. culture right. I'm the one who sets the recipe. And I said, okay, how do you get the new staff on ramped? Because right. we're hiring, yeah. we're doing things. Yeah. And so I'm learning from a barbecue dude yeah. who only has three employees. Yeah about how he implements his recipe really into new people. And I'm sitting there and as he's talking, I came back and I said, I gotta tell you something. Yeah, yeah. Listen to what barbecue yeah. dude told me. And I learned that yeah. when we can go through life not already knowing it all right. and being willing to learn, then we can get to more. Well, I think that what you're saying, as you're telling that story, I'm thinking of so many other stories in our life because when you shift your brain to be an all the time learner, yeah. to be a learner everywhere you are, you're able to learn new things everywhere you are. We went to Vegas, not 
no, it's not Vegas. No, Cabo. When we're in Cabo, there's this guy, Jimmy, that we go to his restaurant now every time oh, we're there. Yeah. Because Jimmy is a guy like who Italian. used to work. He used to work in Vegas. That's yeah, why I was thinking yeah. Vegas. And he brought all his, yeah, Italian recipes. He's like a good fella. Like, like, yeah, he's like, like used to break kneecaps yeah, back probably. in the day. Like, and, why do you have to move to Ve- to Cabo, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy? Yeah, why are you in Mexico? <laughs> but he is incredible. And watching his team work everywhere in Mexico is no pasanada. Like, just chill, yeah, just si- slow, siesta city. Siesta. But this restaurant, they are turning tables, they are moving and shaking, and it is incredible. And we learned so much. Yeah, eating at Jimmy's restaurant. Well, we asked him to sit down, and he did. He sat down at our table. I said, Jimmy, we've been here all week. Yeah. Every restaurant is slow and not on it. Yeah. You guys are killing it. How did you do this here? Yeah. How did you literally shift the culture of a country right. in, in this, this small restaurant. Italian yeah. restaurant? And he just started dropping wisdom on so us. So much gold that we are like, what? And so like, I'm telling you, if you, it, we have learned that we have to be willing to humble ourselves and put ourselves <laughs> in a position of we don't know. Yeah. And man, we know a lot of things, but we can always learn something. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. <laughs> Do you know that song? Yeah, it's the, Aaron used to sing it yeah. around. And Humble yourself. The girls sing it in the and voice. And he <laughs> will lift yeah. you up. Then all the ladies go higher and higher. <laughs> Do you remember that song? Yes. You've got to humble yourself yeah. and ask. Right. And you know, actually, Rachel, go so good, man. When, when we had kids, uh-huh. Rachel started having a hard time, like managing all the things yeah. at the house, yeah. how to keep the house in order right. and the kids fed and the things and me. And right. it, was a, it was a new like life change. Right. And so you know what Rachel did? She just set up a bunch of conversation right. with ladies in the church who had three or four or five kids and said, how do I do this? How do, how do I do this? Right. What she could have done is been like, I'm the pastor's wife. Right. I have to be the ultimate leader. Right. But instead what she did was she went to some other ladies who in other areas don't have it all together. Right. But as far as, you know, getting the bed made or whatever, eggs cooked. And she said, hey, how do you do what you do? And she learned. Let's talk about what you're saying. So it's humility of they may not do everything the way I would do it. Yes. But there's things they can teach me. In the same conference, you asked a question that multiple people came up to you and said, thank you for asking that question. I was wondering the same thing because they didn't have the guts to ask it, but there was something they were teaching that is different. It's not like biblically, theologically like that. It was just a philosophy. Yeah, it was just a practice that they were teaching differently than we were teaching. And you asked it, you were one willing to say, here's how I do it. Here's how I've been doing it. It's different than what you're saying. Yeah. Is that what you think? And they were like, no, uh, this is actually what I think. And you and I walked away like, yeah, we don't really, we don't really agree with that. Yeah. What we had the opportunity to do in that moment is what I think so many leaders do. Oh, oh, well, he's not, he doesn't think like me, so never mind. So we, sh- I'm gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it all now away. Now I'll just sit here and make fun of everything he's saying, yeah, or everything the other guy's saying, yeah. or what they're doing. Now I'll just kind of poke at it yeah. instead of being humble enough to go, okay, we don't do everything exactly the same. Yeah but we can still learn from it. Humility is not just enough to ask the question, mm-hmm. but then to receive it with the understanding that the context may not be perfect, but it can still be something we can learn from because the rest of it is incredible yeah. and we can take every bit of what he's doing and implement it for us. So asking questions is the thing that leads to knowledge. Absolutely. Like my kids ask me questions all the time. Uh, all the time. Daddy, how does the car drive down the road? Right. 
You remember that season? And so I, now I'm explaining right. pistons and crankshafts and, and I'm teaching Titus how it, how it works. And you remember that season where they would just say, why, why, yeah. why yeah. all oh, still, the time? Still. Cause yeah. they want to know why it does what it does or how it, you know, and I don't watch star Wars. Yes. We I've, I've never watched star Wars. No. Yeah. Right. I'm not like anti star Wars. I've just, just haven't watched thing, it. Yeah. And so, uh, on May 4th, they say, may the fourth be, may with the fourth you. be with you. So Titus comes home all excited to watch some star Wars. I do not know anything about it. You know what I did? What? I text Tim. You did? Shout out Pastor Tim. Good job, I said, Tim. bro, Titus wants to watch Star Wars. I know you love Star Wars. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. What do I even do? I got some advice yes. from a friend so that I could have success with my son. It's really good. Tim sets me up. We watch the movie. I don't know what the junk's happening. Right. I don't know if Anakin is Luke. I still don't. <laughs> is that dude Darth? Why does that guy have red horns? I don't know what the Who heck. even? Did the guy die when he got stabbed with the thing? What's up with this Jabberwocky looking alien? I don't know. I'm texting Tim because Titus is asking me questions yeah. that I don't know. And I have a I have a resource. It's really good. No, it's but, really good. But it's everything from like, how do I lead my marriage right. to what episode of Star Wars should I watch my kid? Your life can be better if you're willing to ask yeah. people who know. Yeah. And I think we get it right as kids. And then we get insecure, mm -hmm. we get we get uh, arrogant, we get afraid, we get all these things in us, the voices of other people, what are they gonna think when I'm saying these things? Because even sharing uh, in that room, sharing some of our information of our church was like, I, I asked you, like, are you good with me saying it? Because I'm like, uh, that is intimidating to tell it out loud because what if somebody in the room laughs and thinks that's dumb? Yeah. What if somebody thinks we grew too slow? I think we grew fast, they might think this. But but as children, we had such an eagerness to learn, to learn, to absorb all the kids will ask you the same question over and over yeah. again. And you will get fr we will get frustrated as parents. But I was never then afraid of what anybody thought about the question I asked. But now as an adult, it's like, well, what will they think? How will they perceive it? What yeah. will we said? If you haven't listened to our episode called I Don't Give a Crap. This is the thing. This is the thing. It's the game changer of the thing. Because the reason we could ask the question is because I don't give a crap. I don't care what the people in the back think because they're not going to be able to help me. No. So they think I'm asking a question that maybe they know the answer to. Cool. I don't. Right. <laughs> right. So, so I'm going to ask it. And so I think for the listener, where's an area that you want to advance? Right. Okay. So you select the area you want to advance. Who is somebody who has advanced in that area? Right. And then how can you ask them? Yeah. And then everywhere you are, how can you learn something where you are today in the context of where, maybe you can't go to a seminar. Maybe you can't uh, fly across the country to a conference or to put yourself in a big, go to Cabo and meet Jimmy, but you can learn anywhere. Yeah. And so how can you be aware of, of what you can learn around you? I think that's so important. Uh, We've got a guy who watches Tugamore. Yeah. He lives in a totally different state. And he pretty regularly will text or yeah. DM me questions about the episode. Yeah. That for him, hey, here's what's happening with me. Here's right. the situation. What do you think? Yeah. And I'll tell him what I think. And maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. right, right. But at least it expands his, his, uh, thought process. Yeah, for sure. And it gives context. And, and, uh, I think, for me, when we've been able to ask questions from others, it gave us the confidence to run in what we believed was right for us. Yeah. That even if their answer wasn't exactly what our answer would be, 
uh, it gave us the confidence to know, okay, they've learned it this way or they've struggled in it that way. You know, questions open up uh, the conversation for them to tell you more than they were going to tell you originally. And for us, we've found so much that even when we've asked questions and gotten the answer we didn't want, we now have the confidence to run into what we know is right because we're like, hey, we've learned from so many different places and we'll just keep learning. And if we do it wrong, we'll just try it again. Yeah. Yeah. We had a guy in our church uh, just a couple weeks ago who said he wanted to go to lunch. And so him and I went to lunch and then he, I'm learning like this guy has a lot of wisdom about our city. Yeah. He's been here since a long time. He's born here. Yeah. I've only been here 12 years. And so he knows all kind of stuff. Yeah. And so after we ate, I was like, let's drive around. Just tell me some stuff. Yeah. And so we're driving around. He's telling me who owns that property and who owns that and this family there and right. these people here. And he's just, I don't even know all the way what I'm going to do with the knowledge that I gained. Yeah. Well, I do one thing. He gave me one thing that is going to help me step into something. Right. And so sometimes just having an open, uh, taking the lid off your mind right. and just asking, you don't even know what's going to happen right. with that. No, because it, it what it does is it expands your conversation that we get people who tug into more we are running pretty quickly in the direction we're going yeah but because we've decided to be question askers like that is a value you and i hold in our hearts as people then now where we have encounters like uh you know our context is ministry and jesus in the bible we have had for sure god ordained encountered moments Mm -hmm. because we've slowed down Mm-hmm. and kept asking questions yeah. where we maybe came in originally with a hey do you know where to find or how can we do and then in the moment felt this like hold on keep asking keep going you might not get the answer you're looking for with the first question but that doesn't mean you shouldn't keep asking questions yeah. keep going and so if you will use that as a practice as a practice of your life not just a when i go to a conference ask a question if you do not do that you are not trying to step into more so that is like a yeah base level go to a seminar we tell our team like if you're going somewhere ask a question make sure you're going to ask have a question ready in your back pocket but in life take it as a practice that leaders ask questions it's yeah. just who they are it's who we well should you know be. people say reader leaders are readers yeah yeah that's true but right. leaders should also be question askers absolutely be curious uh, so we don't ask because we want to put off the aura that we already know right we don't ask because we're insecure that we're going to look stupid if we ask a question. Right. Uh, we don't ask because maybe they won't tell us something that we like. Yeah. Maybe they'll tell us what you were saying. Maybe yeah. they'll tell me something that's contrary to what I was hoping. Think, to hear. Hoping. You don't have to just blindly obey what the right. person says. No. Maybe they just give you 10% of a way to, right. to Perspective. think through it. And we don't ask sometimes maybe because we think they don't want to answer. We think they don't want to help. You know, I think about in the beginning, so many people we would, when we were willing to go and say, hey, we just need help. Could you help us? Yeah. We've had so many people say, you know, what was intriguing about you is that you asked for help, is that you were even willing to say it. I know for me, there's people in my life that will ask me questions just, hey, how do you do? Hey, where do you, how did you, and and I'm always willing to answer their question. In fact, I'm, I'm grateful that they asked the question. What's the, what's the saying that like about history repeating itself yeah history repeats itself it is the saying so that's all that's no, all I mean, that, that history has a history of repeating itself so like, like that's what it is. and but we have an opportunity right. that we can either just learn only from the school of hard knocks right and just get beat around in life yeah. and figure it out on our own or we can ask somebody yeah. and we can navigate it 
we can navigate it better. Right. No. I, I use GPS when I drive places. Right. Because it knows stuff I don't know. Absolutely. I ask it. Here's the address. Map me. Yeah. But in leadership, we don't we we don't do that. No, we're afraid. If you're trying to get to a destination, ask somebody who's already been there. Right. Google Maps, Siri has already been there. She right. got a satellite. Right. I don't have a satellite, right. so I'm going to ask Siri. Ask somebody with a satellite, man. No, They've already right. been there. They have they a have higher a vantage higher, point, yeah. a higher perspective. Just this morning, before we shot this episode, Bailey and Easton were talking to me about some student ministry youth stuff yeah. and asked me some questions. So smart. Right. To ask me a question because I was a youth pastor. Right. And I speak in a microphone every all the time. Right. And so they're just hungry to right. figure to figure some stuff out. We just hired a new guy on our team. He's brand new. He's been asking questions. Right. To understand, like, okay, okay. I don't want to just do it how I've been doing it. Right. How do y'all do it? How do y'all do it? This part, yeah. No, it's so good. Easton, Easton, uh, he asked us, "What are some questions that we ask?" Yeah, like, what are some base level starter? If you're like, okay, I've never asked a question before, what are some good questions? Why do you do that? Yes. No, that's what I think the most <laughs> is that, like I was saying, our kids ask us why, 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 because they want to not just know the answer; they want to know how well, you got there. Okay. Same as so same some as good convers some good question starters. Yeah. Why do you do that? Yeah. What do you think I should do? Right. What's my next step? Mm -hmm. What are the ways you, like, if they're giving you an information, what are the ways you arrive to your decision making? Who else should I ask about this? Yes, yes. Yeah. Th these questions, man, are, are a big deal. Yeah. If you want to advance, if you're a realtor, you could just do it by yourself. Right. Or you could try to get another conversation with another realtor in another city who sold yeah. 10 times the stuff that you did. Yeah. Go and ask them some questions. You know, questions. one of our best questions is how did you start? <clears throat> one that we've asked people a lot that has helped us when yeah. we were starting yeah. is like, how did you start? Or how did, where did it, like for the guy that we were meeting with two, two days ago, he, he is at such a higher level of where we are, but he gave us the context of where he began and that helped us go, oh, so he learned the same levels, like he's been at the place where we are. And that gave us so much like, yeah, okay, so we can keep going. So ask them their journey, ask mm -hmm. their story. You yeah. and I are the best at like sitting with people and just going, you know, you go to lunch with people all the time. Very rarely do people ask about you, you know, they yeah. just don't. But we will always ask about them, like, tell me your journey, tell me your story. If you don't have a question for somebody, <clears throat> but, but they, they are there get the wealth of knowledge started by just saying, Hey, where did you first begin? Yeah. I think there's so many questions we can ask, but those are good ones. Something we land almost every episode with Yeah. here he's, at Tug More is we say, Hey, questions. if you have any questions, right. Let us know, hit us up. And sometimes people do, but sometimes yeah, people, people don't. don't. And so if you, if you have a question, ask it, ask it. Yeah. And maybe we'll have the answer. Maybe we won't. Yeah. But whatever we say, will at least get your brain thinking in a new direction. Right. And that's kind of the goal. It's Absolutely. not the answer, but it's a step closer to the answer. Yeah. Or a perspectives that, that will allow you to go, okay, well, my perspective is this, their perspective is that we can meet somewhere in between. I love it. I, think, yeah. I hope that more people from this conversation will learn that it really is a good thing to ask questions. It doesn't mean you're dumb. It means you're smart. Yeah. You know, I think that in those conference contexts or even like one-on-one -on -one conversations, yeah that people won't ask questions because they're afraid of how to ask it. Yeah. Because it's like, how do I, like, 
No. The concept of knowledge that I need is so big and my story is so much. Right. How do I ask this person that I respect this question so that it's simple? S- simple and we succinct. get we get insecure to just open our mouth sometimes. Yeah. And like, dude, fumble over it. No, I felt that way even asking the question I did and at the end basically said, I'm not even sure how to ask what I'm asking. Yeah. Because I just was like, I, I want to know their process, but I'm not sure how to ask this in a way that I'll get the right answer I want. Yeah, I can't unpack for you 30 minutes of context. Right. But I'm going to try to give you in 30 seconds context. Yeah. And that question wasn't well said, but what do you think? Yeah. And if the person you're talking to is smart, they're they've gonna, already been where you are. Absolutely. And so they're going to be able to fill in the gaps and and speak to it. No, I think it's really good. Just and, shove it out of your mouth. Yeah. Blech, just let it fall out and ask the question. Well, you were mentioning um, that earlier today, Bailey and Easton were asking you some questions. I think one of the great ways we can ask questions, what they were asking you was based in some frustrations they were mm-hmm. struggling with. And I think that we can ask based in our frustrations because leaders, uh, we're all leading something. This is driving me crazy. What yeah. Do I, yeah, and as leaders, we all have things that are frustrating because we're tugging into more. It's a fight, it is a struggle, it is a tension. And so like, if you have questions about, man, if you have frustrations and you meet and encounter a leader that's probably navigated something like that, ask him based on the frustration rather than just holding on to the frustration. I yeah. think that that's the thing. You can go to a seminar or conference, you can encounter somebody who's teaching, but they didn't really ask the thing you were hoping they would, we would talk, they would yeah. talk about. That's okay. At the very end of that session, uh, the four sessions, they said, okay, now I will answer any question based on anything you have a question about. Yeah. And yeah, if there's something you're finding a frustrating moment, something you're hitting a wall on, man, we've had times where we've like circled the mountain and tried to solve it and couldn't. Go ask somebody else a question on those things. Those are those are the best way to help you advance. And why not? You're already frustrated about it. You yeah. might as well go talk about it. So whatever's frustrating you in life, yeah. right now, you have an opportunity. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube or Apple or Spotify, Spotify. yep there's a way for you to comment. Yeah. You can ask a question, not about question asking, well maybe, um, yeah. or about, or about any, any area in life. As you've already known from our 50 or more episodes, we'll talk about a wide variety yeah. of subjects. Yeah. Ask it, yep. and we will talk about it. Right. And it might not perfectly answer where you are, but it will start your brain thinking in a new direction. Right, yeah. All the time we get, like you said, we get the DMs that help us go, oh, this is a good area where people need, and you're right, most of them are based in, this is something I'm struggling with, so just ask it, don't be afraid. Best question out of this podcast that we receive uh, in the week that we launch it, we're gonna mail you a free Tugmore sweatshirt. Oh yeah, do it, okay. We got some Tugmore swag, we got Tugmore sweatshirts. So, from when this is posted, Seven days from now, whoever's the best question, oh, we're going to mail you a sweatshirt. The, the one important thing to think of yes, Pastor. is that when you ask the question, mm-hmm. so you did not agree with one of his answers, yeah. but you did not go, well, I disagree with you because I am so smart yeah. and I have my own knowledge. You just were humble and received the question. Yeah, because he answer. wasn't wrong. He was right in his context. He's wrong for us, for yeah. the size of where we are and yeah. like the maturity of our Right. We talked about it when we went back to set up a teardown at the pig. We went to a leader that we respected and trusted, said some, told him our scenario, and he told us, don't do it, is yeah. what he told us. Yeah. And we did not say to him, 
uh, you're, wrong. you're wrong. And we saw him again recently and we did not run up to him and go, hey, you were wrong about that thing. We <laughs> did it. No, we just, hey man, how are you? Yeah. That's it. So like receive their answer well too really though when you're asking a question. Really really hey, good. we might not know you, but we love you guys. That's we true. do it so that you can step into everything that God has for yes. you. Keep on tugging, baby. Yes. See love y'all.